Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So you thought you were going into labor? Yes. Last night. Last night. Last night. I, so, okay, I think it has something to do with the fact that this baby is pressing so hard on my bladder that I have to pee so bad that I had a vivid dream in the middle of the night no. that I was in labor. You know, I thought you were going to labor too last night because you got up to go to the bathroom and you were peeing for like a long time. I- <laughs> Like, it was like Austin Powers level. Like I was like, damn, she's still in there. And I guess maybe I don't always wake up in the middle of the night to hear that. Uh huh. It was an exceptionally long pee. Wasn't I will it? say it that was a long pee. I I actually don't think that my bladder can hold that much pee right now. And so the fact, I, okay. I will I will agree with you, despite the fact that it's like it's a little strange that you're commenting on the length of my pee. You know, you um, keep a mental timer on these things. Yeah, I and guess just I do. After a while, you start to go, huh? She's still going, huh? She's still peeing. She's still peeing. It's two cool. a.m. Cool. And it's been a solid forty-five seconds. I think I was I was like so a, I was so fast asleep, mm-hmm. and I had such a full bladder. That yeah, in my head and in my dream, I, my body was just like, "You're going into labor now." I fully expected to wake up, and I like I threw back the the sheets, thinking that I was gonna have like like wetness and blood. Yeah, that's probably what I was thinking of. That's why I thought you were going into labor. I was like, "She's peeing for too long. It's something strange. Maybe her water is breaking." Oh man. <laughs> Oh yeah. And also cuz you went to bed early, you did that this first right. time around. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, like I was tired. Yeah. My back hurt a little bit. I don't know, hun. I, we're getting into the I mean, this isn't the home stretch for most people, but, but for you. We'll see. I mean, Welcome to Baby Steps. Ariel is 29 weeks pregnant. We've got a very exciting show today. We've got Rachel Cole, producer, mother of twins. <laughs> on the show as our very first guest. But first, Ariel, let me tell you about your baby. Uh, (laughs) This is from- Please do. This is from the internet. Tell me me everything that the internet says about Uh, my baby. 29 weeks pregnant. So Mm -hmm. you, as someone who's pregnant, 29 weeks pregnant, your baby is as big as a head of cauliflower. Oh, wow. That's pretty big. How How many pounds are we talking? Uh, it says anywhere from two and a half to three pounds. Whoa. Yeah. It's pretty big. Wes 11 only, weeks to Wes go. Was, Wes was like just under six. Baby's first smile. You might be starting to, uh, the baby might be smiling in there. Ah. 
I can't feel that. You can't feel the smiles. But yeah, we can see it. You know what we have been feeling is when Ned talks about boring things. (gasps) It's true. The baby moves. The baby has been kicking and moving like any. I was talking about my fantasy football team. That baby is flipping. He is into it. He was like, Dad is talking about something boring again. He's like, let's. But how long will he be out with that hamstring injury? <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. How many running backs did you draft? Mm, the answer Sorry. is four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought maybe it was wide receivers for a second. Uh, that is five. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, but this podcast isn't about fantasy football. It's about baby steps. Everything. You know, the dirty, the messy, the real life of parenting babies, funny stories. And we're so excited to welcome our very first guest onto the show. Our very first guest. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so excited to welcome you, Rachel. Rachel has lived a thousand lives before she started working for Second Try. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Like, I was thinking about all of the things to use to introduce you. We've got producer extraordinaire. Um, full title. Yeah, Ooh. yes, that's that is her full title. She was our higher number one. Higher number one Ooh. for for one second employee. try. Um, you are a breast cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. You are a mother of two gorgeous twin toddler girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you are former elementary school teacher. Yes. Former New York nanny. Yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, former oh. reality TV star. Reality TV loser. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you're you're a star stars. in my mind. Did you know that? Did you know that she was mm-hmm. on a reality TV show? Yes. And in the bottom three. Oh, that's, that's a podcast for a different day. Ugh. Well, so we. Hi. Guys. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome oh, to the show. Yeah. I'm always here. I'm just not always here. Right. This no, is, always it, on camera. Yeah. Rachel's usually behind the camera. Uh, throwing us, lobbing us softballs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just listening. If you see me looking to the side uh, at, uh, like, looking like, I, is that right? Is that, is that, that correct? correct? And I'm like, I'll Google it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but usually she just knows. She's like, yes, absolutely. Yes, that's yes. correct. Um, but today we're talking about your story yeah. of twins, infertility, and just more like what, fertility. Ferti- yeah. Fertility. More like Let's talk fertility. about your fertility journey. Yes, yes. yes your fertility <laughs> journey. Because sure. we want to talk about, you know, it's it's not always a smooth no. road. But mm-hmm. at the end, it can be that can be a beautiful rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we and we have been getting a fair amount of questions about this, about, you know, about how how difficult it can be and what the options mm-hmm. are. Um, and so why not bring in an expert? An expert only in my story. Sure, I know, I know. But more of an expert than we are. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys got pregnant pretty easily the first time. The first time, yeah. 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 We did. It, it was, hap- uh, I mean, yeah. It, was it like happened too fast? Very fast, yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we, happened we weren't, too fast? I don't know if we had any expectations, but uh, yeah, it was like uh, as soon as we started trying. I know. I know. So what was it, what so was it for like us, for you? My husband and I actually started trying um, long before we got married because we got secretly married at the courthouse. And I was like, cool, let's make a baby. <laughs> oh, wait, what? So wow. before That's we had a story wedding. for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we started trying um, and then we took a little baby break 
right before our wedding because I didn't I didn't want to be first trimester pregnant at the wedding. Um, and then we really just went for it. Ovulation strips, basal body temps, tracking everything. And six months went by. So I have a history with breast cancer. So I went to see a reproductive endocrinologist pretty mm-hmm. quickly. And um, when you do that, you just start doing testing. So they're like checking to see if all your hormone levels are good and they're checking to see if your fallopian tubes are open and they're checking the guy's sperm to see if they can swim and if they're the right shape. (laughs) Never have I ever seen Watts so proud as to the day the reproductive endocrinologist was like, she was like, oh, oh, they're not only good, they're like way above average. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine somebody telling you your sperm is above average. Way above average. She was like, wow. wow. Oh, my, my goodness. Just if only everyone. Very firm. <laughs> wow. Oh, the, there are so many. So many. When they wiggle, they just thrash. Yeah. The right shape, the right <laughs> speed. These these boys are good. We did, we did do a Try Guys video where we uh, had to masturbate in a cup in a doctor's <laughs> office. Right. <laughs> um, I that felt was a very really awkward, weird for your staff. Very strange. Uh, they kept the cameras rolling. Uh, what? <laughs> outside. This, outside. They kept the cameras oh. rolling outside on the door. Oh. We, this is not my video. We timed. Yeah, this was back when we worked at a former uh, large media uh-huh. company, which really is more of a reason why we shouldn't have made that video. <laughs> Uh, anyways, it was, it yes, was it was very exciting finding out that all of the motility tests and concentration tests were good. We're good. Yeah, but there, I mean, there are so many re- like causes for infertility, right? So we went through all this testing, um, and it takes a little while because you're doing it around your period each month. Mm. And us, like mm. many people, had um, unexplainable infertility. That's what they call it. Huh. There's yeah. no good reason. I have my own suspicions. I went into menopause during chemotherapy twice and came out of it. So wow. I have a feeling that has something to yeah, do with it. But it was but, like a hormonal something. That, but it didn't show up on test. All of my tests looked normal. Oh, my gosh. So, so like ovulation knew. was still working like clockwork and fallopian yep. tubes open. Open, all the things. Is that a common thing? Yeah, can... I think lots of people just have unexplained infertility that they're not they're producing eggs the sperm look good and yet time after time after time they're not getting pregnant Hmm. Um, my biggest advice to all of my friends who are trying to get pregnant at the time i was like just have sex every day don't track your cycles just have it every single day (laughs) that's the way to do it that's the best all my guy friends (laughs) love me (laughs) so much um, you're, you're getting texts from like the husbands yeah, and, they're and they're like, like wow, thank wow. Thank you so much. I really, thought this was going to be the most stressful time of my I life. Pretty, pretty great advice. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> everyone listening should do the same. <laughs> so friends of mine are trying to get pregnant right now and it's been six months or so. And he just texted me and was like, should we up it to two a day? And I was like, no, no, no. That <laughs> doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Not, you, you want your boys potent. No two a days. <laughs> Well, also, more the merrier. I mean, mean, if it's a party, why not bring some food? Bring some more people. Snacks, light appetizers. My best friend, who's a Eurogyne, 
so a very smart surgical doctor who deals with vaginas, wasn't getting pregnant, and they had sex, and she did a handstand for like six minutes after, <laughs> oh and they got God. pregnant that Whoa. time. And so now she believes in it. That's oh a God. myth. It doesn't it's work that way. She's a doctor for vaginas. Oh, my She's God. She's a surgeon. She does like... But also gravity? <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. I'm just You're saying. so funny. I'm that's just like, saying. That's like, I'm a tool. I do what you tell me to do. It's only a myth until it's proven false. Oh, so you guys goodness. learn in Jeremy. That's a good yeah. way yes, to have true. sex we upside are, down. We are planning a sex after pregnancy episode with some of our most wild uh, child-free friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to... Okay. Back to um, yeah, it, infertility. Well, so just, so having sex every day, fair enough. Yeah. But it like sperm will stay in your like floating around in your uterus mm-hmm. uh, for probably like up to five days. What? Mm. I thought it was twenty four hours. No, no, it can it can be like five days because when we were trying to get pregnant, I was talking to my doctor, and uh, and she was like, yeah, I mean, if like if you've had sex within five days of ovulating, then there's a chance. Wow. Yeah, we really should have gotten pregnant that way. I know. <laughs> Damn it. I know. Then we decided to do an IUI. That's like a a thing you can do before IVF. What's an mm-hmm. IUI? Interuterine insemination. Oh. So mm-hmm. basically what they do is they give you drugs to make sure you're ovulating and uh-huh. make sure you're popping eggs out. So like mm-hmm. ovulation enhancing drugs. And so is are those the ones that you have to do in a shot? Not unless you do a hormone trigger. Oh. So I did the first ones without a hormone trigger because I am hormone avoidant overall because of my Fair history enough. with breast cancer. And so just ovulation enhancing drugs, you can actually feel yourself ovulate. It's no. wild. No way. What does it feel like? It hurts. It's like a quick, sharp pain. And like a, like a oh. cramp kind of? like a, Yeah. Oh. The time I got pregnant, I was sitting in the doctor's office. I was like, ow. Like, like you have like a bad paying of gas or something like it made oh, yeah. me really? double over for a second and that's from like a drug that they give you no that's it's from a, the that's from ovulation like i felt myself ovulate oh um which only normally we don't feel it but <laughs> because of the ovulation enhancing drugs that i think are making the eggs grow bigger and pop out more specifically hmm. i could feel it that's Does it fascinating pop out? isn't that wild more eggs so you pop out more eggs Yes, you have to sign a waiver that says you understand that multiple gestations is possible. And as I signed the waiver, I turned to Watts and I go, well, twins are a nightmare. And I signed oh, <laughs> So I screwed myself. <laughs> Except for I didn't because I love having twins. Oh. But, so fun. Okay, so you take, a, was it a pill or? The ovulation enhancing drugs are pills. And then uh, the hormone trigger that then you have to be inseminated like 24 hours later mm-hmm. um, is a shot. Wow, this is, oh, there's so many, so many words being thrown around. I know. Well, my, just, my tiny little male brain can't handle it. Stop it. <laughs> just, just wait till we get to like IVF. I mean, because yeah. this is, this is the first step. So this is the sort of like the mm-hmm. insemination stage right. where you don't have to go through any. So you don't the, retrieve the eggs. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is basically using um, 
you know, drugs to enhance my ovulation. You're leaving the eggs in there. And then you're using like a really long syringe, basically uh, a turkey baster to throw the ser- turkey sperm baster. in there. Uh-huh. Wow. So mm-hmm. you take a drug to make sure the eggs are like, hello. And they yeah. like and then, spin oh. the sperm a little to make sure all the best boys are on top. Oh, <laughs> but they kind of have a little sperm, it sounds sperm, like sperm awesome. centrifuge. Yeah, yeah exactly. A he's, got like a, he's got like an all-star team yeah, in there. <laughs> So they're all good. This it sounds so like scientific, but like what it really just is is just like you get you get your hottest guys, your hottest girls, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you smack Pump them in them. a room together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they, they use they use a really long syringe to just throw the sperm right up in there where the eggs are, so they don't have to travel or anything. Mm, no handstands. Wow. Yeah. So wow. how this actually works in real life, though, is. You have to drop off the sperm about an hour before you get inseminated. And this is all around your period so that (laughs) you have no control of the timing. So if you're me, you make sure we're not shooting DUI driving that week. (laughs) You make sure we're shooting it the next week. (laughs) And you leave work and you tell your production manager, I'm going for a long lunch. I feel myself ovulate. And then I go (sighs) in and... Two little, two little babies. Wow. Oh, I came goodness. back to work, prepped DUI driving, went home. That wow. Is, wow. That's very. Isn't that such a funny way to get pregnant? It seriously I mean, is. It, it really is. I it's mean. So like, you know, it's happening right then. But well, then you tried this several months. Yeah. So we did it in May and June. Huh. No, we did it in May and we skipped June. Um, And it did not work. Mm. But mm. so there were failed cycles as well. Um, and then we did it again in July, and it did work. Um, you know, I think like it, it, when someone is, if you're kind of struggling with fertility, mm-hmm. that might seem like, oh, it's it's kind of a, a, a difficult process or like an evasive thing or something yeah. like that might be like a struggle. But it seems like that is a a pretty mm-hmm. like reasonable yeah. way of like having an intervention. I think so. It, uh, I, my only problem with the whole thing is that our insurance doesn't cover fertility. Oh, that so. is a big one. I it know. Isn't there's like two states where insurance covers fertility. And so it was just thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Less than IVF, less than adoption. But, right. you know, every doctor's appointment I left, you know, charging thousands of dollars to my credit card. I was like, oh, people do this for free. Free. Oh. <laughs> People do this for free drunkenly by accident. By accident, oh. I know. I know. You know, so it just feels like money you don't have yeah. to spend. Right. It doesn't feel fair. No. I mean, I always think it's so crazy that adoption's the most expensive way to get a kid. I know. IVF is the second. Like that those things cost so much more. Yeah. Well, um, let's move on to talking about IVF. Yeah. What, I did not do IVF. Like? Right. Um, I know a little bit about it from talking about, but we got pregnant with the IVF, IUI, and so I ended up not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but IVF is sort of the same, only they retrieve eggs from the woman, which is a very invasive procedure. It, it's surgery. It's right. basically, basically. And then they take the eggs and the sperm, and they sort of they do genetic testing on them to make sure they're genetically viable. That cost extra, by the way. That's an extra of six thousand per egg. Of course, oh, per egg. Per per egg. egg. At, at my doctor's office, because I talked to her about it, because I considered doing the first part of IVF after, right after we had the twins, so that we could have a baby down the road and it would be easier. Mm. 
Um, so harvesting the eggs. Yeah, mm-hmm. because your pregnancy is only as old as your eggs are. So I at 37 or 38 could have a 34-year-old pregnancy. Right, oh. because they it's would have the held egg the eggs age. for you. Yeah. Mm. That, I, I, I didn't do that. Oh, fair enough. Well, once you, I mean, once you have twins, expensive. it's kind of like, oh my God. I know. It's like $20,000 for the first part. So I was like, um, maybe not now. <laughs> um, we'll we wait. have two. That feels very lucky. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But, um... And then they they make sure they're genetically viable. Then they inseminate them in a lab. They give them five days to grow, make sure they're growing. And then they implant them in the woman. And they can still fail at that time. But they also control every part of your ovulation cycle. So you're getting daily shots and hormone triggers. And they're not listening to your body saying, this is when we ovulate, which is what they're doing with an IUI. They are creating the ovulation with external hormones right so they suppress Mm. your hormones then they support them and then they push them so that they can grow the eggs as big or as much as they want and they don't harvest them unless they have a bunch yeah i know do you know how many science is cool you guys science Science is cool cool. so how many how many eggs do they normally get when they harvest them i think a lot i'm not totally sure but i think they wouldn't do it if they i can't i took notes on this when i met with her um i'm I'm guessing it's like it's like 10 or I was, something. I was going to say, somebody told me like around eight. Yeah, it's big. It's a lot yeah. of eggs. Um, but then when you think about it, if, you know, if you have eight eggs mm-hmm. and and each of them has been, um, you know, fertilized mm-hmm. and say you put in two or three every time and it doesn't take. Right. I mean. Yeah, that's right. When they're inseminating, when they're putting them in, I think they put in more than one sometimes. Oh, right. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. So I'm not a, totally sure about that, actually. Well, since um, you did IUI, uh, is there more of a chance of having twins with IUI? Like, what's the? Yes, like, actually, like I think IVF. They, have they won't necessarily inseminate you with more than one. Oh, really? They just they try for they one. They just and then plant they try one. Um, yeah, there's a huge chance of having twins, and the older you get, the more eggs your body releases at once because they're like, oh. let's use these before we hit menopause right um, we've got so many let's we've got so many and so out. the older you are the more likely you are to have twins but you guys i had lots of monitoring because i had a re and then a twin pregnancy so i had an ultrasound like a week after getting pregnant and a vaginal ultrasound and they saw that i released three eggs <gasps> it could have been triplets it could have been, been triplets <laughs> oh, oh my gosh no thank you that's oh unreal do you ever imagine your life with triplets no, <laughs> no. <laughs> two adults and two babies that's plenty i love your like signing the authorization <laughs> form like twins would be crazy right <laughs> i said a nightmare that's what i get mm. Oh, man. I know. So when I went in for my yeah. beta HCG, uh-huh. um, the nurse was taking it. My doctor walked by and she like looked at it and she was like, 
Oh. And I was like, what are you, are you worried? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh my God, do you think it's twins? And she was like, I think your numbers are really high, really early. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I sort of knew from the first moment that knew. she had an inkling. And my best friends who are OBGYNs, I have two of them, were like, no, no, no. But it's, it, it's, it's not, it doesn't happen like that. No. It's not that easy. No, people have high HCG. Like, it's yeah. fine. No, uh-huh. there were two. Uh-huh. And then after you got pregnant, what was the process of that pregnancy journey? Like, what? Yeah. how did it differ with twins i mean i know that right. you were kind of expecting everything to happen earlier you know you're yeah. preparing for a nick you yeah stay. well also for those of you not watching the youtube video rachel is petite she she <laughs> uh, i'm a shrimp <laughs> a little shrampy so, so a a twin pregnancy oh i mean God. what was that like on your body too? so the morning i found out i had twins uh, i was going in for like ultrasounds every week at like 7 a.m. before work. Every um, week? Because when you have a reproductive endocrinologist, so these were vaginal ultrasounds because you couldn't yeah. see anything yet. Right, of um, course. There's a lot of monitoring. So I saw her up until 12 weeks and I switched to a regular like delivering OBGYN practice. And then I saw them every other week. Wow. I know. Wow. You got to the see end, the twins so many I times. Know. I don't know what it's like to not get to do oh, that. It's Awful. Yeah. It's awful. I was, when when they were measuring my uterus, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, every two weeks, I got to see this one all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's moving and he's doing all this fun stuff. And they took all these pictures. I, but it's been like five weeks now no. since I've done that. And I'm like, I'm dying to see know. him, you yeah. know? I mean, I haven't gotten to see him at all. Ned hasn't gotten to see him because of the coronavirus. I've, I've saw so him sort sad. of through a blurry FaceTime. Blurry FaceTime. That is a good descriptor of an ultrasound. That's yeah, true. It's yeah, a blurry but when it's like time. a blurry FaceTime of a blurry FaceTime. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just some resolution. Walks. You're like, I know. Okay, there's yeah, someone in I, there. That's cool. No, well, I could, I could kind of see his face, and you could see his little hands. So it, it was cool. But you know, I, it's, it's special. And, I did confirm with my doctor that uh, they are allowing partners oh, uh, for, for labor and you get to stay after. You have oh, to goodness. stay for recovery too. Great. Yeah. Good news. Whew. Yeah, that would be that would be very hard to deal that with. That would be really so hard. hard. And just not good for you. I know. Not good for anybody. No. Yeah. Okay, so go on. Um, A twin pregnancy. Well, I got this vaginal ultrasound she said yep there too and i just came to work and i was just like googling twin pregnancy nine months and looking at the google image search (gasps) results and i was like (laughs) oh my god it's really scary of course it is of course that's the first thing that you you were were like what's the worst case how do i fit two basketballs inside of me (laughs) and then someone told me they were like well you should probably came up to 50 pounds and i was like 50? Oh my God, I'm five foot four. How? how? <laughs> Tell me how. Um, but I mean, I did have lots of extra monitoring, so it was great. Yeah. Um, and you know, we they were genetically healthy. That felt good. We moved into like second trimester. I already looked pregnant. That felt good. <laughs> that was so nice. Yeah, you didn't have any in-between phase. You just like <laughs> skipped straight. Yeah, I was like not pregnant and then very Basketball. pregnant. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, by like five months, six months in, by the time 
I was where you are now, mm-hmm. or even a little sooner. Like I couldn't wear my wedding ring. Everything, like my hands and feet were Whoa. swollen really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, and then by the time I was at the end of seven months, I went on like bed rest. I stopped working. Um, I was laying on the sofa drinking three liters of water and watching Great British Bake Off every day. Wow. And so, <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty good great. life. Pretty so, great. So, so, so did the doctors put you on bed rest because they were concerned that you were going to be going into labor? Yeah. They just, you just know you're going to have them early, much mm-hmm. like you do right now with this one. Um, you know you're going to have them early and you know they're going to be smaller because they're twins. They right. always are. Yeah. Um, and so you're just doing everything you can to prevent that. Yeah. Um, yeah, as opposed to the first time around with Ariel, where we thought your due date was like, you know, a pretty good indication. And like, we planned all these shoots. Mm-hmm. Now we're like planning for me to not be in projects or not be in shoots, just like like early November, like yeah. maybe even late maybe October. October. Yeah. Maybe October. Maybe <laughs> October. We'll see about Halloween. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Just trying to get it all in in the next six weeks. I'm basically planning on all of my projects being done by October 15th. Mm-hmm. which that'll be that seems smart that's like that's 34 weeks just just in case 34 just weeks is good oh. yeah yeah i mean you know we're we're, we're in the third trimester now mm-hmm. we're we're cruising so you i joke with the other try guys that they they don't understand my life because they don't have a kid <laughs> don't. and they really don't but uh also i I don't understand your life because you have two kids. <laughs> and now true. we're about to have two kids. It's a little different because it's, you know, there's the age difference there. Yeah. But like, well, how is it? How is it different? All with gas, two? no breaks. Yeah, all, all gas, gas, no breaks. No, no breaks. <laughs> and Watts is, I mean, you both work in production yeah. and, and like in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And he's off, he's on set shooting. Like yeah. in a different state right oh, now. Oh, yeah. He recently he just came back. But he recently was in Tulsa for three weeks. Um, Unreal. And so it was just me and the nanny and the babies. And not like a live-in nanny, but she comes during work times. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be here. Like, there's just no way around it. The full-time job. Yeah. Take care of two babies. Ned and I, when he's gone for like two days, Uh I'm like, I can't handle this. And it's (laughs) one baby. It's one baby. I'm like, I have no time to myself. I can't shower. I can't do anything. Oh, yeah, I don't shower. Like these weekends while he was gone and the nanny's, you know, living her life. Right. I, you know, there are no showers, really. Of course. Maybe of course during not. their nap time, but there's so much else to get done. I know. I know. And if know. you shower, you might wake them up. I know. <laughs> I have a lot of photos of June in the shower with me. I used to, Watts used to leave for set at like 5.36 a.m. I would get up with the babies. This is pre-pandemic every single day. And the nanny wouldn't come till like nine. And so I would just shower with them. So I have so many photos of them like on the floor of the bathroom in the shower with me. I hold one. The other one's down on the thing. Oh, my gosh. And and so and they are so different. The two of them are so, so different. They're definitely two different eggs, two different personalities, (laughs) two very different people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one is like. A little socialite, mm-hmm. happy to just sit and chat. Yeah, yeah. Love smiling, and yes. the other is just a go getter. <laughs> She's all <laughs> like, gas, no breaks. As all well. gas, no yeah. breaks. She is absolutely all gas, no breaks. She scrappy explorer. Whenever uh, Wes hangs out with the twins, um, 
June is just chasing Wes around, trying yeah. to do all the things that he is yeah. doing. She's a full year younger, but she's like, no, 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 we're equals. We're peers. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. go. Like, you want to lift that pillow? I can, I can also lift yeah. the pillow. Yeah. Wes lifted this big pillow and walked around going, I'm a big guy. And June was like, I'm a big guy too. <laughs> and so Poppy's cute. like, good for you guys. Good for you guys. She's yeah. like, I'm going to sit with the adults and mm. snuggle. <laughs> I know. They're very different. Uh, and I know that you will never say publicly who was first. I've said that. I don't know. I'm just not telling them in childhood who is of first. Not. So I'm happy to say publicly because they're not going to listen to this podcast till they're much older. No, and they'll already not. know. They'll already know. <laughs> they will. I just think June will lord it over Poppy forever and ever. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like she's going to use that to her big sister advantage. Absolutely. But she's a big sister by 14 minutes. So mm. that's the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are the same. What I will say, though, is I knew I was in labor because my water broke. And that was June's water. And then went into the hospital, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Very long time. A lot of stuff happened. Of course. Pushed June out. And then after four hours of labor with June, of pushing with June, Poppy's oh. water still wasn't broken. And she so wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. So then they had to. They have two separate waters? They can have the same uh. one, but that's a high risk, high danger pregnancy. Oh, wow. And I think that's I called Momo. That. My twins are called Die Die. So they have their own placentas and their own waters. Oh. Which is why people were like, you're going to gain 50 pounds because, because there's so much. There's just so much fluid. Wow. Yeah. Because two waters, two placentas. I don't know if you know this, hon, but most of the weight in yeah. pregnancy is just the fluid that is keeping the baby warm and fed uh -huh. and safe. Mm -hmm. You know, what is it like? It's it's upwards of like 15 pounds. Yeah. So I Water gained. Water weight. You're like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. 30 pounds <laughs> during pregnancy. Um, and when I left the hospital... I, this is a whole other saga, but I had, um, I came back to the hospital and had my weight taken in the ER and, um, I had lost 25 pounds. It's just, it's Unreal. just so much. Whoa. That's just babies. That's just babies. Yeah. You know, it's been like three days since giving birth. That's, that's it, it was just the water, mm -hmm. water and placentas. Crazy. Yeah. And that's, that's so poppy too. Like yeah, not she was being just ready. snuggling up. She was not ready. <laughs> But her bossy sister was like, let's go. Oh, man. And I was like, okay. Wes um, doesn't do this quite as much, but sometimes when he was younger and he would like kind of have a tantrum, mm -hmm. he would grab Ariel's legs and just like smash his head at her crotch. <laughs> and we joke that he was like, send me, send back. me back. <laughs> this world is too much for me. <laughs> I think Poppy would go back if she could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here. I want to be go here. Back. Let me back. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in. I swear, some days it's just he's like gonna smash his head back up in there. We're going back. <laughs> We're going back. Oh my god. Now he tries and he's like, oh no, it's occupied. Oh, mm -hmm. oh. Uh -oh. I see. This uh, this hotel is taken. <laughs> no vacancies. No vacancies. <laughs> oh man. I yeah. Know. And like Poppy would, like June's always the one who wakes up first. Oh yeah, Poppy sleeps till seven every day. June, you never know. Oh man. I know, Poppy Poppy is the easiest baby on planet Earth, but June balances her out. Of mm -hmm. course, mm -hmm. of course. 
Yeah, they're going to be connected for life. And they're yeah. going to have yeah. the kind of their personalities will help develop each other. It's mm-hmm. really, really it's quite true. They, I yeah. always feel like they've never been alone. Mm-hmm. I'm excited nice. that so Wes sweet. is going to have yeah. a younger brother. Wes, the you other know? day, I I don't know if I told you this, but he, uh, it, we like sat down on a blanket and we were having a snack, and he looked really really sad, and he goes, I "Want to see friends." Oh, just like, oh, me too, buddy. Me too. That's exactly how I feel, right? Want to see friends. Want to see friends. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, but I thought of you and I thought, oh, Poppy and June will always have each other. They always have each other. And here's the thing I tell people who are going through their own infertility or figuring it out stuff is that once you have the babies you have, you won't want it to have worked out any other time Mm -hmm. because you will only want the ones that you get. Absolutely. Like I don't want the IUI baby from May because I want June and Poppy. Yeah. Right. You know, whether you Better adopt or foster, <laughs> sure as hell don't want that third, <laughs> whoever they were. <laughs> no, thank you. Poppy, June, and Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Deborah cannot be. <laughs> My God. Can you imagine if I had triplets? I cannot. I, I can't even imagine having twins. So, uh, no, 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 I cannot. Yeah, I remember when I told you guys, I was like, I'm pregnant. And you were excited. And then I was like, there's more. And Keith was like, well, then it's twins. And I was like, yes, how did you know? And he was like, that's the only thing that there could be more of. Mm -hmm. Of course. (laughs) I was like, I guess you're right. (laughs) Well, even though it was, it happened pretty smoothly the first time for us, the second time around wasn't so smooth. Um, Right. We wanted to tell you a little bit about uh, Ariel's miscarriage. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think... Uh, like first going into so there is something in uh like in a second pregnancy where you can actually have like second pregnancy infertility which i thought was oh. really interesting it's what it's is like a, that? it's just a it's just something that people go through where they can get they can get pregnant really really easily the first time mm-hmm. and then the second time it takes 6 months it takes a year yeah i think it goes the other way too i definitely oh. have friends who took like a year and needed interventions for their first pregnancy. And then she got pregnant on the first try. They had sex once and she was pregnant with the second (laughs) one. And he quite frankly was so sad. He was like, no more trying. She was like, no, I'm pregnant. (laughs) We're done. We're done. (laughs) Your job Um, is done. (laughs) But so interesting. So second time trying, trying. I remember you trying because yeah. I went over to your house and you sent me home with bottles of wine. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, get these out Please of here. Please take these. Take home. these away. Yes. Happy, happy to do my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I, it was tough the second time around. Um, we had been trying since about November mm-hmm. and the first 
couple of months it didn't happen just because. Just because. Uh, but then we found out uh, you took a pregnancy test in February and it was positive and we got all excited and we were like, oh my God, yay. But the interesting thing is that I, I took a pregnancy test and it was it was like firmly positive and we got really excited. And then I took another pregnancy test a couple of days later mm-hmm. just because I like to triple check. Yeah. You know, you have just them. in case. And it was, I don't know. I mean, you know, pregnancy tests are pregnancy tests, but it was less positive. Huh. So there was, so, you know, like the lines show up. And I did a lot of research on this because I was like, why is the line faint? Oh, why? Like faint later. Because, yeah your HCG should be getting more and more, so exactly. it should be darker and darker. It should I be mean, darker and sure darker. I mean, I'm sure it plateaus at some point, but... But not in the first yeah. few weeks. And so, yeah, and so I was like, that's weird. Huh. Whenever stuff happens like that, I at least have an internal monologue of, oh, you're just reading too much into it. Mm-hmm. You're overthinking totally. it. Totally. You, everything's fine. Yeah. What was that like for you? What was your internal monologue It was. It was absolutely... Well, I wish I could say that I was that I felt totally fine about it, but I didn't. I knew something was wrong. Mm. I knew I, I was like, this is strange. This doesn't make sense and shouldn't be happening mm-hmm. if this is progressing as it should. And uh, and then and that was when we went to New York. So mm-hmm. we went to New York like a week later. And uh, uh, we were in the hotel. and Which, in retrospect, late February of 2020 was a really bad time to be going to New York. It certainly was. <laughs> we thought it was. Sure was. Okay. But yeah. And, uh, and like, the, the first night that we were there, I was really, really tired. And I was like, I, I just have to go to bed. I, I like, I don't feel good. I'm just going to go to bed. And then uh, that morning, I woke up, and I was bleeding. And it was just... You know, I was, I, I was like, this is probably not good. Yeah. But yeah. we were busy. We were meeting with a whole bunch of people that day. It was like a work trip. Yeah. And so I just, uh, actually, I did the worst thing that I could have done. I put in a tampon. No. Yeah, I did. You're not supposed to do that, I right? know. You are not supposed to do that. So that is probably for the, the very worst thing that you could do because it introduces bacteria. Oh. Right. And so you want a pad. Yeah, you which want Which no one has. But right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, but but I had, like, a, probably a, a 10-year-old tampon in, like, my travel bag, <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, I thought, I'll, I'll just do this for right now just to, like you know, get through it. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, did you tell Ned that you were bleeding? I did. I mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it that evening. Yeah. I was I was like, I think something's wrong. Yeah. I think, I think this is not good. And uh, yeah. And so do you, do you remember that? Yeah. I remember you were like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm like having a, a period like, and we were like, oh, but you were pregnant. That, is that mm-hmm. normal? Is that, that I think we happening. were like, I, I just didn't know. I was like, does that happen? Like, is it like you're, I, but I mean, no, it doesn't, yeah. it's not no, normal. No, I think there are circumstances where you can have one period and still right. be pregnant. But or like spotting. Yeah. But, but this was pretty no. heavy. And uh, it, was, it was hard. It was because we, we no were under the impression on. that you were pregnant. And yeah. so it was kind of like, wait, so does that mean you're you're not pregnant? Like, yeah. Was the test wrong? It was, yeah, it was, 
it was hard because we did not know what was going on and we had no like resources really to figure it out. And we were Couldn't in our hop home. over to your doctor. Right. We were, exactly. You know, across the country. And once you've like wrapped your head around like I'm pregnant, it's really hard to unwrap your head around. Exactly. Yes. Even yeah. though physically it was only the span of seven days, like mentally, it's yeah. the span of years. I know. Mentally, your soul, like the you've, you've first circled, moment, you're you've like, circled all the all the mm-hmm. you know due dates on your calendar and all that kind of stuff. I had made a, uh, I, I I had scheduled an appointment with my doctor. You know, mm-hmm. like I I Do remember. I, if your shopping cart, uh, <laughs> right? Ordering new baby clothes. I remember I sending my doctor an email, you know, because she had taken out my IUD a couple, you know, maybe mm-hmm. four months earlier, and uh, you know, and I I sent her an email and I was like, I'm pregnant. When should mm-hmm. I come in? You know, super excited. Mm-hmm. And she sent one back and she's like, Oh, great! You know, so excited for you. Why don't you do two weeks from now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I used that same uh, two week appointment. And I was like, yeah, Sarah, I think, I think I lost it, you know? And she, she checked and she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. But you know, I'm so sorry. Ugh, it was, I mean, you know, the, uh, the thing that hit me the most, I don't think it actually hit me until I went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is my same doctor who uh, delivered Wes and I, love her so much she uh you know we talk about our kids every time i go Mm -hmm. you know meet with her um follow her across town i I followed her across town because she's delivering baby number two yeah she will be delivering baby number two um but she started to tear up when she was telling me that that i that i no longer had a baby um and and I have never experienced that before. I've never experienced yeah. a doctor getting emotional mm-hmm. about, you know, something that was happening. Um, and I was I was in denial. I was I was like, huh. Okay. Okay. So so it's gone. There's yeah. there, there's no baby left. There's there's nothing there anymore. Yeah, you were probably almost thinking like, oh well, I mean, I just I guess I was never really pregnant to begin with. If right. it's not happening. But that's not true. It's like it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember coming home from that and uh, and it really feeling real then, mm-hmm. you know, and then the emotions hit. Then then it's then it's the well, can I get pregnant? Yeah. You know, the then it's the loss of something that could have been. Right. Um, and I think I think that that's what a lot of people who struggle with infertility struggle mm-hmm. with is that loss of of the potential yeah every month i would think about the weddings we had coming up that summer and be like oh well at that wedding i'll look this pregnant (laughs) well at that trip i'll be pregnant like this and then i would come and go to the weddings and i was not pregnant you know like at that christmas i'll look like this Nope. Absolutely. Yeah, we thought yeah. that as well. Yeah. Uh, a little different because all the weddings got canceled. canceled. Uh, no, no weddings happening During the this pandemic, uh, coronavirus I'll fall. I'll look like this. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I wanted to ask you about was mm-hmm. like, are there certain things that, um, that you can do to support a friend who is struggling with infertility? You know what's so interesting is up until our final IUI, I didn't tell my friends. Really? Yeah, I just kept thinking 
Next month, I'll tell them I'm pregnant. Yeah. Next month, I'll tell them. Actually, the very first time I met Ned, believe it or not, we were at BuzzFeed and we were in a meeting for uh, the commercial we were all doing together. Right, right. And Ned and I left that meeting. We were walking together, just sort of chit-chatting about it. And we realized we lived in adjoining neighborhoods. We'd both bought a house in the last year. We shared the same realtor. And Ned goes, are you guys pregnant too? And in my head, I was like, maybe. (laughs) We're trying. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Maybe, possibly. I can't believe I asked you that. (laughs) That seemed very polite. (laughs) I think we just had so much in common. Maybe I was joking. (laughs) I mean, maybe you were joking. But it was like, oh, yeah, we bought a house here you bought a house here we used blake you I used blake. blake are you guys also oh, yeah. pregnant you have a labradoodle we have a golden doodle it was yeah. just like on paper it looked very similar and i was like maybe but not oh. yet <laughs> trying i mean oh, i didn't tell people but i think i don't know it's hard i also had friends who got pregnant on their first try during the same time period and they didn't tell me at first because they were so worried that their good news would somehow be my bad news. Right. Mm. And that, I think there is a lot of that. Like people struggling with infertility have a hard time with Mother's Day and baby showers. Right. But also like their good news is just my good news. Yeah. Like I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. They're having mm-hmm. kids only enhances my life. Of course. You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think just being not afraid to talk about it seems Good. And I saw you the morning you guys got back from New York, I think before your doctor's appointment when you were having a miscarriage. Yeah. And you mentioned it and I was just like, oh, I just want to hug you. Oh, no. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and now drink wine. And now, and now drink wine. There's nothing to do but to be sad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it when it comes to, you know, the loss of something that could have been. Yep. It, it really is important to share and mm-hmm. and to mourn that. I wish I had yeah, talked about it okay sooner. Grieving. Yeah, I wish I had told people sooner. By the time we did mm. that IUI, I told some of my very best friends, and they were like, we're going to visualize success. Mm. You know? <laughs> Maybe that's why it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you need your like team of people to be there with you. Yeah, you do. It's hard to share bad news. It's easy to share good news, but I think both are really important yeah one thing that uh um somebody told me uh, who also was struggling with infertility is that um you know she she had been spending a lot of money and mm-hmm. and you know just just really bemoaning the fact that she was having to go through this process when so many people you know it happened so easily for them um and she was saying that people were always recommending that she adopt um and I thought that that was really interesting because a lot of people who don't really know uh, like what the str- what it's like to struggle with infertility, they they put infertility like or fertility treatments and adoption in the same package, and they're not. They're two different things. They're and very much not. They're yeah. both wonderful options. But like telling someone like, oh, you don't like football? Well, go. Go play baseball. It's just like Ugh, the right. worst. Did you oh get that analogy God. though? Uh, <laughs> Clearly, I love a good analogy. And everything, but come on. <laughs> but it, can it you imagine like, me playing fantasy baseball? No, Ugh, so many games. <laughs> Like 150 games in a season. What are they doing? Yeah, it's very different. It's very, very, very different. different. And also, like, 
I just don't think people should give up on what they want. I mean, not everything is accessible to everyone because it's very expensive. But I feel like if you want a family, there's a way to have a family. I think one of the things that, I mean, this helps me in a lot of different ways, but like if you're dealing with a lot of negative news, uh, trying to reframe your perspective to like, what can you be like, thankful about and what can mm-hmm. be grateful about like you can you can be thankful that there are treatments like mm-hmm. IUI and IVF and that uh, you know if you're able to pay for it that you do you know thankful that you do have the means to pay for that even mm-hmm. rather than bemoaning oh it's 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 taking all of my savings or it's I oh know. this is such a difficult process I mean it's I think that can be a small change that can mm-hmm. kind of help reframe a very difficult process in a kind of a positive way because at least it is an option. At least it's a thing. Yeah. And I think like finding some contentment in what is going on currently in your life, like wear the skinny jeans, sleep in, stay up late, like do all the things parents can't do and enjoy it while also knowing you have your eyes set on the next thing. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's really hard. And start like a GoFundMe or something. People should do that for adoption. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And IVF. Mm-hmm. Like people would love to support you. And it's really ungodly expensive. I did not know it was that expensive. It's really My crazy. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it just gets more expensive like the, the like the more the more difficult it gets. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although you would never change it for the world. I wouldn't I wouldn't. No. No. No, I'm happy it all happened exactly as it happened because I only want those two munchkins to be my kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What are you going to do with a car? Drive it? <laughs> what are you going to do with a house? Live in it? Come on. I know. So true. Car isn't going to take care of you when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a Tesla would. <laughs> yeah. It might. I mean, might. you just keep getting those updates. You know, that that got a little heavy at times, but I feel like there's, you know, there's a positive at the end. Two positives. Two positives. Three. Three Three positives. Three positives. June and Poppy's favorite tiny friend. That's right. The end of our our fertility story is, you know, a couple months later, it was all okay. It it, it was all. We definitely didn't want to tell our friends for a little while because we were like, okay, it's a positive pregnancy test, whatever. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. But uh, you know, there was it, it, there was definitely that period of of uh, not believing that it was true. Yeah. After you know, like yeah. after you've had a miscarriage or after you've dealt with any sort of infertility, uh, you kind of take everything with a grain of salt. You like put up a yeah. guard. You know, you put oh. up like a emotional shield. You I know? wasn't as happy or excited the second the time. second time because I was kind of protecting myself from the negative emotions. I, I saw the pregnancy test and I was like. Okay, cool. We'll like, see. We'll see. Like, yeah. I mean, I was happy, you know, obviously excited, but like the first time I was like, oh my God, yeah, it's <laughs> We're happening. doing it again. But like, yeah. you don't want to go through that roller coaster again. Yeah. So, but like the more it, we got positive news back, mm-hmm. the more it, like it happened a little bit better. But once we saw the baby on the ultrasound, then that was like, it was a like, real special moment. It was like, oh my God, it is actually happening. happening. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. When I took the pregnancy test for the twins, I took it and sat down and I walked away for like 
45 minutes because I forgot about it because I've taken so many negative pregnancy tests that I just assumed it would be negative. Oh my! I didn't even was, check on it. Tell me what oh, it was wow. like to come back <laughs> to a positive. I was pregnancy like test. shaking. <gasps> I was Were like, you? What is this? Uh, and I went online and ordered some cute clothes. I, oh I just God. like needed to do something. Yay. Oh, I could all. But I walked away. I wasn't was like. convinced it would ever be positive. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't a big moment to take a pregnancy test. I had taken hundreds. Right. It was. was it like, was something that you had to do because it was the time to do it. And, yeah. You know, just like it won't. It won't happen. Oh my gosh. But then he came back and it did. And then it did. I know. Oh my gosh. Is Thanks. there is there anything else that that you wanted to share today? I mean, we're we'll definitely have you back to talk yes. about all the things, um, including all the adorable, adorable I mean, we're gonna have to talk about toys and mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously clothes. Yeah, Ariel dropped some product clothes. recommendations on her Instagram. <gasps> I yes, did. I saw. Very, very I did. All my faves. Do you do you agree? Yes, yes. I a hundred percent agree. I, I knew you would. Yes, I knew you would. I'm. Listen, if you ever want to debate bonnets versus not bonnets, I'm here for you. I think I'm pro bonnets. I think we're doing bonnet with the second one. I've already bought two. Good, because I got you one. Oh! <laughs> I was like, they better do bonnet. Yes. Oh, sorry. I have not okayed this with you. I'm we're going to have it. a bonnet, baby. I, I'm into bonnets. We here at Baby Steps, we are a pro bonnet pro community. Pro bonnet. <laughs> You gotta uh, you gotta keep that you gotta keep that little tiny head warm. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. true. Yeah. You do. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> us too. Us too. Well, I can. I can. Yes, I, can, I wait can wait at least six weeks to meet yes. this one. <laughs> Eleven true. more weeks to go. Stay tuned, all of Ooh. you out there listening. And while you're at it, do us a favor and leave us a five star review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It helps other people discover the show. And. Uh, when you're writing your review, leave us your story. Yeah. And we'll read it on the show. We've been getting a whole bunch of stories, and I've been trying to put them all together. Uh, we'll probably be reading those in uh, not, uh, two episodes, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, next episode, we are taking a 180-degree turn, and yeah. we're going to get a couple of our friends on here, a couple of our Crazy single friends. Yeah. Well, they yeah they are in a relationship, but yeah, they <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy, they are un- not bound not to children, married, and they do not have children. And <laughs> we're gonna talk about sex. Sex. We're gonna talk about sex before you get pregnant. Sex after you get pregnant. Sex after you have kids. How does it change? How does it stay the same? Exciting. I'll be here. Not here, but here. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much. Thank Thanks you. for coming, Rach. Of course, always. Ugh. All right. Well, we'll uh, talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.